0: 7th El-Zuzaik podcast episode of the mini-series Ahlan was Sahlan. You're here today with our content writer, Deja Smith. She's written Western Sahara 101, El-Baits Beits and the Lebanese influences on Mexican food, which was absolutely to die for. Ben and I were so hungry after reading that article (laughs) and editing that article. I think it was absolutely delicious. So just to get us started off. Deja, tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you found Alphousaic.
1: <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Hi, everyone. Um, as I can said, I'm Deja. Um, I actually found Alphousaic just during this whole global pandemic situation, trying to you know, be useful um, and expand more on things that I'm passionate about. Uh, one big thing that I'm big on is global citizenship and how we all can you know be on this earth together coexisting in a genuine way and when i saw what they were trying to set up i was like oh this would be so fun to get a part of like even as a volunteer like it's so fulfilling and it's another way that we have time to like connect with each other as well as connect these educational and lifestyle tools to the rest of the world
2: excellent uh, we're so happy to have you here with us. I'm, I'm so appreciative of all the great stuff you've already written and the things you'll create. So you kind of hit right on the head our next question. Many of our writers come from all over the place, geographically, culturally, educationally, and we, that's what we really pride ourselves on is a global community of content writers, people reading our research, all that good stuff. So can you tell us a little bit about your experience with the MENA region and share that with our audience today?
1: Well, I will say um, growing up, probably about middle school, I gained more friends that were from the Mena region. So I got to tap into other cultures that weren't necessarily around me or that I was familiar with outside of school basically. And my aunt also took me to a lot of interfaith ministry events. So I got to learn more about different religions and cultures. And one particular time I went, we had some downtime and people of the Muslim faith were expressing like How things were for them and how things kind of turned after not like America post 9-11. And so those like different aspects were really interesting. And I just kind of wanted to tap more into, well, what are you really like? And why is America in this war overseas? And like, what are all these things? Because no one could really tell me. So I had to learn them in different ways. So kind of being able to start there in a way and through school friends as well, kind of helped me propel into this whole global citizenship mindset and how you shouldn't just take things on the surface, but get to know them for yourself before you have an overall opinion on a place or a a group of people, which is still very generic because we're all unique and different. And so through from that time to college, I had gotten into a class that was about all about the Menta region from religion, culture, arts, all of the things. And I thought one of the most intriguing things too, to me was the use of geometry within mosques and things like that. I was just so Gloriously overwhelming the colors, the richness of the foods and the spices. It was just all very amazing. So from that and then honestly just truly genuinely appreciating what the region has to offer and how we don't realize it taps into other parts of the world especially if you go back and look at Spain's history. And then like I had written about as far as how it's even gotten down to Mexico. And we just never realize how we all influence each other. So again, not taking things on the surface, but really getting to know them and seeing how many things we have just so much in common. I always think it's funny how all of our breads kind of are the same. So I'm always like, you never really know until you have a plate with someone. And those are the times that I really try to take advantage of because we're, we're just so much more alike than we think we are different.
0: That is an absolutely wonderful answer, Deja. I think that Ben and I can both speak to having that kind of upbringing where we weren't necessarily taught that everything about the MENA region, Minaswana SWANA region, was positive. With regard to cultural diversity and what you were saying about how we're all different, I think that that is so important. And that is really what El is all about, this idea that we are all so different and there is beauty in that diversity. So many people love to put people into boxes of East, West. Religious discrimination is obviously very alive and well And I think that being able to just learn a little bit more about where other people come from, you get glimpses into their life, their perspective. And I think that that is just so powerful going forward for how we want to set up the Minaswana narrative for those of us studying. So Deja, you've had so many wonderful projects and we've had a number of different calls talking about what projects you're going to be working on next. What part of the Minaswana region are you most curious about and why?
1: Wow, that's a really good one. I think I understand. I've talked about food so much. I don't know. Like, I feel like having eating and nourishing your body is such a great experience. (laughs) Like, you know, you get hangry if you don't eat. And um, one thing I had mentioned before during our talks was how French cuisine and you know everyone's like oh italy uh, italy pasta all this stuff but no one ever ever really talks about how intense an entire spread is and we're not just talking about oh just one you know grilled chicken dish we're talking about all of the sides and it's not just oh rice no there's so many different flavors that go into it sometimes it's a Hour like hours long process for some of these foods, but yet there's only European countries that get this Michelin star restaurant kind of vibe, and it's just like, well, do you know how long it takes to do this, and how how many generations this has been passed down for, and how just overwhelmingly complex this is. So it's just like I feel like that's the one thing that no one ever thinks of, aside from people being very. I guess the only the only way to put this is sometimes people are very offended by certain smells, but it's just like until you taste it, you don't really know. But that just goes back to, you know, not being open. That's one thing I feel like no one really talks about and is an interesting piece and a very important piece for the region because how a person perceives your family reputation is very important. So it just goes to show who you are as a person when you have someone come and sit in your house because they're not, and oftentimes they're not just getting food. You guys are talking, you guys are maybe singing together, dancing together, whatever um, may be the case in your personal time. And those times are very important because they're about, Their time rather than their watches. Like, it's not like, okay, hurry up, let's get this going. It's, you know, really delving into sharing space with another person, sharing your most intimate parts of you, which for most people is their home, with someone else. So it's just like all of those things in that one interaction that might seem so simple as getting food for some people or might be seen as just getting food for some people is actually a very nice turning point um, for a friendship, a potential friendship, or even just being a traveler that someone decides to, you know, take in for a moment. Um, but other than that, I would definitely say, which <laughs> I'm, I'm not as advanced as the two of you, but the language um, I feel like does not get the amount of credit it deserves. Um, as you, we all know in Moss, like it's, you know, the word of God is, is the decoration and as it should be. But for sure, the complexity um, of one of the, what would you say, more so ancient religions, I I would, I would think that would be fair to say. Um, So I just think, you know, overlooking those things um, rather than embracing them because there's a lot to learn from the region and a lot that the region has given to the world that we kind of gloss over and glaze over when they're so very important and what you wouldn't even think of would be in your date that you wouldn't think that is involved in your day-to-day life or even your culture that's been bled over from the region as well
2: Wow, so many great things to respond to, my goodness. I I think for me, my uh, love of food and cultural engagement definitely sparked my original interest in the Middle East. Um, I definitely want to tell all of our viewers about a really awesome cookbook on our website. If you go to the recommendations section um, under the literature area, you'll see um, the first cookbook of hopefully many, um, this really delicious, uh, exciting, and beautifully imaged book called Palestine about Palestinian food so really, really exciting there and definitely want to eat my way through the region. I've done my best to do so. So is Megan. I think my favorite dish, um, sort of talking about the cultural and engagement and just excitement part of physically being in the region probably would have to be mansaf. I know it's pretty divisive on, amongst most people. Um, but I think it's the best. It's a Jordanian staple with rice and then a very special type of goat cheese called Jameed, That's like sun dried and then it becomes really hard and then you rehydrate it and it becomes this thick milky I think delicious sauce um and then they usually put lamb on top of that and you eat it all with your hand there's like a special way of making um these balls of rice it's just the best but you know that's a lot of my memories in Jordan have been around eating mansaf and being together and just oh I love the the food aspects of your time exploring the region too Jaja that's awesome
0: And when I came back from Jordan, Munsef was the first thing that I cooked with my family. I remember my parents and I had a few of our friends over. So there were six to eight of us. And my mom and I had slaved away in the kitchen all day trying to figure out Munsef. And it obviously wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfectly regional. But we'd gone a few towns over earlier in the week to pick up some of the ingredients like jamie that isn't obviously normally found in Stop and Shop or a Giant or something like that. And being able to put all of that together, the amount of time that goes into that, it is exactly like what you said, Deja. It is one of the most intimate things that you can do by letting people into your home and feeding them and taking that time out of your life to put something together that is specifically for another person. I also remember when I was in Jerusalem, in the old city. I bought my parents a Turkish coffee set and it was definitely supposed to be decorative, but I, I wanted so badly to use it in real time. And so we put Turkish coffee in this. It wasn't a sesva. I will say that. Um, it wasn't a sesva, but it was a very fancy silver plated Turkish coffee set. And I remember one of the most exciting times in my, for my experience in the old city was It was during Ramadan, and I just had this very long conversation with the man who was negotiating with me. I'm a very bad negotiator. I definitely, according to most tourist books, would have gotten ripped off. But it was one of those moments where I was just kind of uh, in the mindset that I'm totally willing to have this experience. That experience was priceless. I'm I'm fine with getting ripped off in the old city for for a gift for my parents. Uh, But it was just one of the most exciting things to be able to sit down uh, and, and serve everybody Turkish coffee. Um, it was something that a lot of people hadn't necessarily tasted before. That being said, for those of you listening out there, do not serve hot liquid in a silver-plated, decorative Turkish coffee set. It hurts so <laughs> bad. Everything We had to wait for it to cool down. Um, but it was just one of those like fun little cultural mistakes that you were like, obviously, this is decorative, I did not think it was decorative. I was just super excited to use it. Um, but Turkish coffee in general, I mean, is absolutely delicious to go right after a nice big meal of Mensa. So absolutely loved it. We And we love that you're also excited about food in the region because it's something that a lot of people need to know more about always.
2: Incredible. Yeah, I mean, those experiences that we've had abroad and even here back home just continue to reinforce what you've just said, Deja, about just the excitement of, of engaging with another community and another culture. So I'm so happy that um, that's been your experience as well. And I mean, it shows the incredible, incredible video that you made, Al Bait Beytikoum, literally, Mi Casa Tu Casa, The House is My House. I mean, just that's such the perfect concept. And that's everything that you have written and posted, even your Lebanese-Mexican food connections which I'm still salivating about, is just so perfect. So thank you, Deja, for all of this incredible content. And I can't wait for your next one. My goodness. Um, Speaking of your next one, you know, we're really excited to hear about other cool ideas you have. I know you're considering something in the the music space um, of the Minaswana region. If you want to talk a little bit about some cool ideas you have upcoming and uh, where people can hear and read and see all the great work that you continue to do.
1: Yes. So um, we were chatting about you know what you what direction you guys want to take next, and some other things you want to dive into. So I'm gonna do my best. I'm trying to wrap it up, but working on tying in the Lebanese protests with the Bella Chow song that's used that they've used in, at their protests, and then also that if you're you know a streamer of all streamers on Netflix, um, and have indulged in Money Heist which, you know, add that to your list of things to do Uh, very long. So you'll definitely have to take your time with it. But yeah, trying to, you know, again, having that weaving of different cultures, seeing how, you know, we feel the same way about these things and so forth. And how even in a language that you may not know, you still feel those same sentiments that apply. And sometimes even if it's the pain of your country, you know, it's, it's something that you're going to feel. And it just, I feel like uh, the next work will also bring in some more interweaving of cultures as well as humanity again. So that's nice to, to do. And then we're going to try to get you guys some more content on actually giving a name or a face to the place and try to see what we could do with some maps and then half of my degree is actually in music so they were just like oh well we can do this I was like oh well that's a song that's music I totally can do that so I'm going to try to see if I can tap into that for more content as well as it's something that I don't think has been too much played with as far as the content that we have going on right now so i think it'll be fun to kind of dive into add that under with more of the arts subjects that are already listed
0: no that's absolutely perfect deja and something that we really love to talk to our content writers about is just the process that we put you guys through i don't want to say it's rigorous because that would sound mean to all of our potential content writers out there but we do like to push a lot of our writers to just figure out other methods of information presentation. It can be infographics. It can be a slideshow. It can be a photo book. It can be a video like what you did uh, with Bates Basic Room. So in that process, have you found something that's you know, particularly enjoyable or challenging for your experience?
1: Well, um, challenging with the video the last time, um, I had to learn how to do a new particular animation that I didn't know how to do or hadn't done yet. And um, so I had fun with actually expanding myself. So it became not foreign to me, but kind of natural. So I've had fun playing around with more than just writing. And I feel like that's helpful too, if you can be versatile with your content. And, you know, some people don't, Necessarily feel like taking the time to read or don't have the time to read. That's why I like how some articles are like, okay, this is a five minute read or you'll be here for 20 minutes. So, you know, just giving people a couple of different options and some quick ways to hear if it's 30 seconds or what have you to at least learn something in their day. I mean, if you go and look up what's the word of the day, like you're not going to spend, you know, 20 minutes looking at that. But sometimes those little moments are helpful for people. And Sometimes those moments also set up how your day goes. So if it ends up sparking something in your mind, then, you know, it kind of takes you through your day or your week. And like, those are the things that I'm sure that you and Ben want people have experience with your content where it lingers on them and they can apply it to how they move about their daily life, aside from actually learning something new.
2: Incredible. Yeah, we definitely are excited to continue to update and change how our website looks. And I think the two minute read blurb will definitely time ourselves reading it (laughs) and then add that for future. Uh, Unless there's an easier way, let us know, content listeners. Uh, But that's really great to continue to engage and and find better ways to highlight and amplify our site. Um, And we love the idea of videos as well. So thank you so much for being our first video on top of all the other great stuff that you've done with us. When it comes to the Mina region specifically, what are some things or something that you think people seem to misunderstand about the region and that you hope to help demystify in all the work that you've done?
1: Well, one thing I've, as we've talked today, I've wanted to tap into just one person or one place does not speak for the entire community. So don't try to have like your token person that knows all things MENA region or is from the region. Um, You know, definitely, One thing I don't think that we do is challenge our ideas or our personal truths. And I feel that that's one thing that's looked over is how you get your information. Is it a reliable source or was it something you saw someone's opinion on Twitter? So it's just like, as you engage with the culture, beware of where you're getting your information from and don't just make it you know, oh, well, this person said it, and I trust them, so I'm going to go with this version of the truth, like, you know, like, counter it, and make sure that you have all the tools that you need to understand and process how it is, because (laughs) I'm thinking about back when I was a child, and I would ask my mom, like, why, why are we at war with these people, like, what's going on, and, you know, she didn't really have a good answer, but oil, I guess, I'm not sure, so it's like, if I had taken my mom, who I revere, as, you know, my source of only the information for that one piece for the entire region from also someone that's not from the MENA region. I don't know where I would have been if I had just taken that face value and not gotten to know people from the region, not read more economic and political writings about these things. And you know, just make sure that you are engulfing yourself in the proper information. Um, First, having to know what is proper information. So if you actually care about how you view others and want to keep, you know, a realistic, positive, you know, view, definitely make sure that you're doing all that you can to fully understand what is being experienced and how maybe you could be affected as well because of your thought process and your views.
0: Again, Deja, I think that that's something that we can all really agree with. I remember, I don't I don't want to bring up 9/11. <laughs> that
1: was a very big turning point though. It really was. It made things so different.
0: I no, I I think you're you're absolutely right and for me, you know, understanding the context of 9/11 really didn't come until maybe 10 years later. Um, It wasn't until I started studying the region um, and the politics from an academic perspective that I was really able to put together what was going on. It was such a big turning point for international studies. And in my graduate program now, so many people refer to that as the moment. So many people refer to that moment as the turning point for them in their careers and when they started wanting to work in national security or law enforcement. And I think that that's wonderful. I think a lot of the West's automatic responses need to also be tempered with a pause and just a pause for being open-minded and a pause for acknowledging how much more we need to learn about the region than just the tactical, how do we deal with George Bush's war on terror kind of situation. There is so much there to unpack, and we will definitely be exploring that more as content for El Fusaya goes on, um, and continues to build. So is there anything Deja that you would say that we should have asked that we did not know to ask?
1: So on these future projects that I'm doing, um, I definitely think music will be fun to tap into. Um, I don't think many people realize how, um, very sometimes very traditional the music is but some of it's actually very progressive with what our popular music popular culture is um, as I was actually preparing to write for Western Sahara I learned that there is a high regard for poetry obviously literature and writing but poetry and how it pertains to rap music and that's how some people are expressing themselves too outside of traditional Arabic um, music that people are you know used to hearing. So I was just, you know, like I said, trying to weave and see what we have in common um, aside from the obvious differences. And, you know, like I said, with all of the, whether it be political or cultural, it seems as though there are very much human heartbeats throughout a lot of the things um, that we all do on a day-to-day basis and just like trying to tap into all of that um, I think it would be really fun to see in a different way um, and maybe that isn't necessarily traditional so I hope that bringing some of those things in uh, where it can be maybe a quick listen or just something you know for you to pick up and take with you maybe even also fun for all of the content um, listeners out there that's all I got <laughs>
2: That's incredible. Uh, I do want to highlight to our uh, listening community that we soon will have a new podcast mini-series all about tarab from one of our content writers. Um, so please be on the lookout for that. Really, really exciting. Music is such a great language, literally, to connect with people. Um, and I want to read all about the rap music poetry stuff that you have seen, Deja. Please, please make that your next one. That's so fascinating. <laughs> I also sure. want to, uh, speaking of music as well, give a shout out to the... Um, person creating the music for this intro and outro of this podcast. His name is the musician for the intro and outro of our podcast. His name is Faraj Abiyad and the song is Damascus. So I just want to say thank you. The song is Damascus. So thank you so much for Faraj for all of this great music. I really appreciate it. He's connected to Halana, another content writer who is working on the Tarab uh, miniseries. So it's really exciting all of these overlaps and whatnot.
0: And we interviewed Halana earlier, so if you guys haven't listened to that yet for our fourth episode of Athlonos Athlon, so you guys, if you guys have not heard her um, her interview, definitely go back, take a listen. Uh, she has absolutely wonderful experience, just like Deja, uh, and we're just so thankful for all of our content writers and their diversity and backgrounds and experiences.
2: So thank you all so much for being here for another great al Musahelen podcast number seven. Stay tuned for all the really great content coming on our website, alfusaic.net. Again, that's A-L-F-U-S-A-I-C dot N-E-T. Thank you again so much, Deja, for all the great food and music, and can't wait for more things that you do. Have a great rest of your day, everyone.